Welcome to On and Off the Pitch. Hello, and welcome to On and Off the Pitch, the latest chit-chat, all things WSL, Women's Championship and beyond. Apologies for our tardiness, my tardiness. Emma's in the house. Hi, Emma, how are you? Hi, Rodney. Yeah, I'm, I'm really good, thanks. How are you doing? A bit frazzled. I am I'm a bit frazzled. I'm a bit frazzled. Yes. So I soon in the week, but clocks go back. That run yeah. up to Christmas, everyone starts to feel a bit, uh, yeah, a bit strange. But good. I'm happy. Yeah. I, 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 to be honest, I, I, Christmas is cancelled for me. You know. Is it? Yeah. Just who has money? Yeah, no one. <laughs> Seriously, who has money? I mean, I, I, we're at the stage now. If you own a small farm, chickens and a couple of hens and a, and a and a cow, you could try trading, because that's that's about it right now. No one who's got money. I walk yes. past someone outside Sainsbury's, and and then and and they've got one of the big entrances, two sides, and they've got two two different sets of homeless people sitting by each exit. And you're just thinking, wow. And they just went, yeah. change. They didn't even say, have you got any change? They just went, change. One word. Yeah, and I just thought, no one has spare change. No. Any Anyone who, who thought they was well off a year ago is not well off or comfortable. Definitely anyway, this not. isn't a, a political channel. This is a football channel. <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely tough times um but tough times. i think the football for me comes as a bit of a relief uh away from the sort of monotony of the day-to-day -day. so yeah good weekend of results and um looking forward to getting good, stuck in a good weekend well look I, you know i am conscious of time because i said our, our tardiness we didn't begin on time but we are here uh i want to start with uh, the championship and then we can go over to the WSL and a little bit beyond. When I say beyond, just you know, some bits and bobs on on Twitter. Now, okay. I I believe <laughs> I need to start. I, I believe I need to start with the game that I went to because it's only right that I give props. I don't even know where you were this weekend, so I'm looking forward I, I to just about, about I, it. I just about <laughs> knew where I was, considering the weekend I had. Anyway, before this round of games, right, I thought, let me just do a little thing. I said, I was looking at London City Lionesses, I was looking at Bristol, seeing who scored what, you know, what's going on. Yeah. And, um, you know, Bristol, Hales had five goals um, up until Sunday's fixtures. Ewan for London City Lionesses had five goals and Blackburn's Saffron Jordan had four. And I thought, oh, let's see what's going to happen there. Well, London City Lionesses versus Blackburn, uh, Rovers ladies was a nil-nil and I have got to give a big 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 super duper shout out to Blackburn Rovers because they did a number is that for a nil-nil they set out to frustrate the hell out of London City Lionesses they knew they weren't going to be able to score probably they weren't going to get many chances but they did not want the opposition to score. London City Lionesses had plenty of um, opportunities, plenty of the ball. Um, but what they didn't have, especially in the first 45 minutes, was shots on target. Don't I don't recall 
the keeper for Blackburn actually being busy at all, really. Maybe one chance. If you look at the highlights, it looked like it was real. But for the 45 minutes, and what was really significant about the first 45 minutes is when the referee blew the whistle for half time. The LCL midfielder Hopcroft took a shot at the goal <laughs> as the keeper was walking away. And I thought, well, that doesn't count. <laughs> but that was the only <laughs> that was the only time that I saw someone shoot from outside the box in the first 45. Uh Craig is in the house. Craig says, Hello, wonderful Pete. Hello, wonderful Craig. Oh, hey Craig, you're okay. Craig, it's all good for you. Hope yeah, I know you're busy. But, you know, we do hope you're keeping well. Um, so in terms of London City Lionesses, and I, I go into, I'm London-based, I'm biased. And I think, yeah, they're going to win. I think they're going to win. They're going to, they're second. Yeah, this is a home game. Had... You'd think, you know, heading into yeah, it, it was yeah, kind of written. Had... But these are the kind of games where, you, you know, they chuck up a, a really good result. And, um, yeah, you, it just kind of, makes you leaves you asking sort of questions but in a in a really good way obviously for me watching Blackburn earlier in the week off yeah. of you know heading into that game off of the back of that sort of result at the academy stadium you'd think you know it might have not the confidence a little bit but I think if anything it, it might have helped them a little bit yeah look look I mean to, to play any WSL team and get you know get get beaten is one way is one thing but but to then turn a negative into a positive. I mean, they didn't want to, I mean, Salgado, excellent saves. Seed, Richards, you know, whatever whatever uh, London City Lionesses threw at them, ate it up. Um, no Confula uh, on the right side. No change. Whoever was on that side didn't get any change. None. None, none, none. Mm. Crompton was a pain. Options up front. Jo Af Saffron Jordan, obviously. Fenton, another pain. No they did their homework. Proper shout out to Blackburn, really. And for London City Linuses, they started pumping the ball. They they couldn't get crosses in. They just they just couldn't. Every time they tried to do work the one two, if they did get the cross in, Richards was there, Seed was there, Cohen was there, Nokonthula uh, was like literally no nothing happening today. And when they did in the second half start to get shots on target, Salgado, <laughs> not today. It was like, you know, all bar one, the doorman mm -hmm. on the bar, the doorman that says, not tonight, boys, <laughs> not tonight. <laughs> Your names are, you're wearing jeans. You can't come in. This is, a, this is a smart dress occasion. So, you know, and I didn't have a chance to, to, to get post-match comments from the manager. And to be honest, I don't think she really would have wanted me to speak to her because after the first game, when they lost to Palace, and I said that this league is so tight, it could come down to goal difference. To have two games where they'd scored goals against Coventry and, and, and to win away against Sunderland, to come home and think Blackburn, I'm thinking, well, this is a gimme. This is three points. Even if they concede a goal, they're going to win. Yeah. You know, the, the, the look at the players for Blackburn, I mean, that was a really hard-fought win. And the thumbnail I've used lock it up and step it up. There were two collisions in terms of head collisions and they paused. Blackburn came over to their side, little huddle, managers said something and I heard Saffron Jordan say, we're going to frustrate the hell out of them. 
lock it up, step it up. They knew that they were that close to getting a nil-nil. For them, nil-nil was three points. Yeah, massive. Absolutely fantastic. In that, oh, massive. Absolutely massive. So respect, proper shout out to Blackburn. London City Lionesses, you know, that nil-nil, it reminded me of last season when Bristol came up and you thought we were good, I thought they were going to win and they got turned over. Bristol, of you know, go away to tough to top to to Charlton, who are concede, letting teams score goals in the first half and then and coming back. No comeback for them this weekend. Um, Bristol, two goals. Hales showing that she's the real deal. Villa, I mean, you let her go. She looks like she's WSL bound again. I mean, it, I'm almost thought it's almost too early to call that um, Bristol will go back up. But there's a lot. There's a lot to be a lot of a lot of points to play for right now. But for London City Lionesses, they will be very very disappointed with that nil. They should have done more. And even what they did, I think they could have played another hour and they wouldn't have scored. Mm. That's it. Yeah. That's that's my feedback for the game. There's more, but I've con- I've you know condensed it. <laughs> You've condensed it. <laughs> I've condensed it. Yeah. There's more. A lot. A lot more. Um. But for, for London City Linus, sorry, for London City Linus is the one thing I would say. Final third decisions. That's what it comes down to. Final pass. I mean, there was a moment where Hopcroft was in the midfield. Yeah, yeah, sorry? The big moments, decision making. It's the big moments, but it's, it's, I mean, they had three at the back. Richards and, I mean, they're, they're tall girls. They're tall women. Yeah. You know, and crosses coming in from deep. They see them like, yeah, okay, fine. We're knocking them away. That's it. She was playing long balls from deep in her own heart. I'm not thinking to get past this defense, you're going to have to do more than play long balls. Fenton and all of the Blackburn team, when it came to shutting down anything, and they really did work, any kind of angle that, that, and London City Linus has tried to do an either flank, literally shut it down, shut it down. And I just thought, well, they knew that this was the best chance for them to keep a clean sheet. And a clean sheet is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Sorry, Emma, you go on. There's a couple of um, points from Craig. Predicted a, a draw before that one. Blackburn, sneaky good. Sneaky, sneaky good. good. <laughs> I like that. Uh, sneaky good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> good. Uh, and he's put also um, can't see Bristol slipping up their title to lose. And I have to be honest with you, Craig, and you, Emma. I mean, I, I, I just don't see them dropping points. I don't. Yeah, they look they look really strong, don't they? I think they've t- taken so much away from the the last couple of seasons. And in terms of the experiences that they've had and, you know, they've obviously learned from that and they they want to sort of utilise those experiences to make them stronger and pull on those. I mean, it's making those defeats and those that hardship that they've gone through and and twisting it and using it to to spur them on. And I think that's, that's the difference. You know, I think Liverpool did the same. Uh, You know, if you look at them and compare... To, to sort of them last season in the championship, 
you know, it's, you know, when you drop out of a league, and I suppose Craig can probably relate to this in some respect with Birmingham, you know, as fans, as you, you know, you go through it, you know, the hard times and, you know, to, to now be sort of playing at a level where you're able to sort of get behind the teams and, and really focus on the positives that you're seeing out on the pitch. Um, you know, it does spur on those performances and, and you do get more from players and, uh, and you know, coaches and, and one thing and another in terms of the, the clubs itself and, and obviously trying to invest that little bit more and see that there is something to invest in, yeah, I suppose. But I think for, for Bristol, I think just to see them at the level that they are and playing mm. the football that they're playing, it's just really enjoyable, you know, when you kind of feel at times it's quite dogged. Um, and it's just, I, I, you know, you enjoy it. And I kind of like, I've enjoyed having Liverpool back in the, the WSL and I, and I kind of, obviously there's a long way to go yet, but uh, like you said, Craig said, you know, you can't see them slipping up and it would be great to have them back. Um, I just feel that, you know, they'll have take, taken so much away from from this season, from last season, and uh, they'll use it to sort of put themselves in a better position should they get back into the WSL. Yeah, I, you, 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 you say it right there, Emma, you know, that they took a lot away from last season. They learned from this season, they look like a really good outfit. And, you know, they've got, players that have missed out on a World Cup yeah. you know, that are in banging form and will probably be, they'll want something to talk about at the end of this season. There's a question that I, I believe I might have posed it to Nat or DM or both of them at one point this season. You know, do you really want to get promoted? You know, do you really, yeah. <laughs> do you really want to get promoted to the WSL? I, I, I do think that it, even if they did, it would be a totally different, different Bristol you know what I mean a totally different side you know they've had that taste now of of momentum and getting the results and you know like I said as a fan when you go through that hardship and you go on that run of results you know it can be hard and it can be awfully difficult to see the positives and have something to, you know you want to be in the stands you want to be you know singing and chanting for your team and getting behind them but it's hard you know, when yeah. you're sort of riding that, um, you know, low uh, point, um, you know, you just want to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I, and I, and I do believe they're coming through it. And, yeah. you know, it's just great to see. Yeah, you know, it is. It is great to see. And I, you know, this is, I, I do, I do love the championship. You know, I, you know, I like, I like the WSL, but I love the championship and you can see, how much it means to players when they do well. And, and just to, as I said before, with, with Blackburn, just to get a nil-nil away from home is immense. And I could see um, Nukufula's, I think it was her mum and it might have been her sister, talking to her at the side of the pitch. And I just walked by and I just said, you, you know, you played really well today. You know, I gave her the thumbs up. And you could see her mum smiling. And I'm like thinking, you travelled all that way to see, you know, your child play football, mm -hmm. you know, as a mum, you know, as a si your sister to come and watch you play and, and do really well. So I, in comparison, when we talk about Bristol, you know, playing well, they had, you know, not necessarily success last, last year, but they had really good performances where they are now, 
where they've got the performances and they've got the consistency, you can you cannot see them slipping up. And they, you know, again with players like Abby Harrison, um, Hales, you know, Fionn Morgan, who was you know previously at Palace, getting in amongst the goals. Got a really good set. They've got a strong setup, and and you just see them, even in, in even in the early stages of November, waving goodbye to everyone else. And I mean, it's only you know, like six points, but six points, it's big. You know, at any at any point of the season, six points is big. And you have, and if you're a serious challenger, one of the hardest things, I suppose, is to win your home games. And you have to do that. Palace were in a position where they played at Sellers Park this season against, it escapes me, I can't remember right now, it might have been Southampton, and they didn't win at home, you know. And they and, and for them, I think that kind of shook them and then they went on a bounce of games where they didn't get the, get the results that they want. Um, the City Lionesses play away from home, maybe the pressure's off, they win, they come back and there's an expectation, you know, and whatever it is, in terms of the mentality, whether in terms of the setup, you know, I wouldn't say Blackburn are that much difference to Sunderland in terms of a low block, three at the back, dogged in midfield, trying to catch you on the break. What worked one weekend didn't work this weekend. And there needs to be not just a plan A, but a plan B and a C. And this league will find you out if you've only got one plan very, very, very quickly. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, yeah. I was going to say, like, just looking at the table, though, do you think that those sort of teams that were pushing ar around those sort of top four places, like last season, like, you know, like Sheffield and stuff like that, obviously, they're, in terms of their results, they've, they're not really hitting the mark. And I still think that they have got time to sort of improve and, and find their way back up the tables and, and push uh, other teams in and around those places, too. No, know, because, I, I, yeah, go on. Yeah, be, just because like last season there was there wasn't much in between, you know, in between those teams and the levels and the performances. But it just seems that like the likes of Sheffield, Durham a little bit, they've probably just dropped off that little bit. Do you think they'll find their form, and do you think they'll find some momentum? Uh, well, I, I mean, for the for the established teams in the championship, you would say that you would expect a little bit more from Durham, but they've had a bit of a mixed bag in terms of where they are. They, 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 you know, the defeats that they've had so far this season, you're kind of thinking, really, this is not what you expect from them. Sheffield had a mixed season last season. So you're looking at where they are in the league and think, well, they can improve on that. Blackburn Rovers were around about roughly the same position at some point in the season last year, kind of fell down. Birmingham have got a good, a good squad. So they're, they're in that mid-table position. Charlton, again, are kind of more or less situated where they were last season, and so are yeah. Palace. The anomaly is Southampton. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, everyone was looking at thinking you just arrived. So, you know, to, to have four wins, two draws, you, you know, 14 points, same points as London City Lionesses, slightly ahead of Palace, slightly ahead of Charlton, slightly ahead of Birmingham, who have got WSL experience. Lewis or realist, you know, you try to look at that everyone else, you just think the anomaly Southampton. So mm -hmm. for for the Durham's and the Sheffields, 
they really, you do really need to see an upturn in their results for them to kind of get up yeah. there. And, and, and the difficulty is, and it's not even difficulty, the reality is, is that because there are so few teams in the league, your league position looks looks much worse than it is. That's what it, you know, you just think there's only 12 teams and you just think if you're 10th, you think, oh my God, it's terrible. You know, but two games, then you could be up in the top half of the table, much closer to those yeah. who are kind of doing very well and and, and, and uh, have a, a straight line of green performances in terms of success. It's it's strange. What will what will not help is the number of international breaks that are going to cut that, that are going to happen between now and January, mm-hmm. and the breaks and the Conti Cup competitions that may not necessarily you know, bode well for the league performances or the league, you know, results. That's the difficulty. So, you know, some teams will do really well in the Conti Cup, like Durham or the FA Cup, and then they lose. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, that, that's it. it. I mean, that, that's kind of, oh. you know, just going on Durham and the, the Conti Cup. I mean, you know, you wouldn't have expected them to, to get anything out of that game against United. And it just shows, again, you know, on their on their day, how fantastic they can be, and it just surprises me to see them sat where they are in the league. Yeah, I'm, I'm, again, you know, when you do look at the league, it's it, you, you see good teams. Sheffield yeah. are a good team. Durham are a good team. Lewis are a good team. Birmingham, we know from WSL. Charlton are a good team. Palace have got a, a host of new players, but they, you know, elements of a good team. Southampton. A good team, good setup. Katie Wilkinson, you know, they, they've got players there that really want to actually, you know, and they play good football and they play a system that, you know, they can catch you on the break and they're exceptionally quick. They're strong, you know. They, the teams that are going to play them are going to find it difficult. Bristol, well organized. And I look at all of these teams and at Sunderland in 11th, I mean, they're a good team, but they just haven't had the results. They are all probably thinking, you know, for better or, or worse in terms of a phrase, thank goodness that there's a Coventry United, you know, because they can't get any luck in terms of their results. But it's for those teams that you look at and you think, really, you should be pushing on. Or It's it's not to say dr- dramatically uh, poor in terms of what they're doing, but it, it is in terms of when you look at the table, you think that, it looks worse than it is. Yeah. But for Bristol, because they are with 19 points, you just think, wow, already you've got 19 points, six wins, one draw. Says it all, really. You know, that that, that in itself tells you they're a, they're a tough nut to break down and they are capable of beating you on the counter-attack and scoring goals. So... You know, I hope I hope that other teams kind of get their mojo going, especially Sheffield and Durham, because you, you want to see an exciting league throughout. And I'm sure it will be. But, you know, when teams that are close to the ones at the top that, that don't win their home games, you just think, OK, now the gap's a little bit more yeah. than it was. What next? What, what, what next? And you don't want to know what's next because it's... 
it's not going to no, be easy. It. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, I think that's it. It becomes unpredictable. But I think in that respect, it makes it more entertaining. That's probably probably why you love the championship more. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love, I, honestly, Emma, <laughs> I, I swear, I, 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 find, I think I'm a bad luck charm. Because I go to, to Palace and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch them. They're going to win. And they lose. And I'm like, ooh, didn't see that coming. I go to London City Alliances, I think, oh, they're going to win, and they lose. And I'm like thinking, should I stay at home? Should I, just, <laughs> <laughs> should I, should I stay at home? Uh, I've got someone spamming the comments. It says, find your love here. I wouldn't even say what it is, but it's just, it's too late for me. Uh, it's too I, late for me. I, I know, I've got love, thanks. Oh, well, you're fine. <laughs> I've got plenty of love in my life. Good, good for you. Me, I'm a, I'm a lost cause. <laughs> Samaritans. Um, so let me just quickly uh, go through the results. Um, da, 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 where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Yeah, Southampton uh, winning one nil. Um, Ella Pussy. I, I hope I said that correct. Is it Pussy? Yeah. Palace went away one nil. The Mighty Quins for Birmingham. Great goal from um, um, Courtney Sweetman-Kirk in the first half, end of first uh, half. But um, the Quins, Louise and Lucy, bang, bang. Good stuff. Bristol was no 2-0 away to Charlton, which is no easy place. No easy place to go to. Um, and Southampton won. I've said that already, Southampton won Sunderland. It's, it's just, I just love it. I actually do love the championship. I do. Uh, let's go over now. There's no frills today. Let's go over and talk about the WSL. Now, I made a note, right? This is my note um, in terms of WSL. All of the usual teams won. <laughs> <laughs> That was, so, that was a I very saw, detailed saw, match analysis from me. Yeah, I'm sure I saw something the other day that there hadn't been a draw yet. Might I don't know, might have got that wrong, but I'm, uh, I'm no, you're correct, there hasn't been, which is really no when you think about it, that is really bizarre, <laughs> it, especially if you're um, you got the what you watch the fixture West Ham versus Everton, you, you would think, what's that about? Why is that not? Why was that not? Why is that a draw? Maybe that's to happen. Yet to happen, but no, no team has actually drawn. Uh, and from from the the results, uh, Chelsea win as usual, three one against Aston Villa. Manchester City will come to you, Emma. Don't worry, you beat Liverpool two one. Reading two, Leicester City one, Everton nil, Manchester United three, and Arsenal three. West Ham United 1 and the mighty Brighton and Hove Albion 0 Tottenham Hotspurs who could have guessed it 8 and never and it never, never ever ever would I have ever have expected that scoreline in that game Tot given Tottenham, the did they have Midamar as sub or something super sub oh it was unbelievable i mean obviously that game has resulted in, in obviously, uh, Hope Powell uh, stepping yeah. away. And, you know, I, I think that's a, 
a, a real marker, you know, Hope Howell, Hope Howell's Brighton. It always has been, you know what I mean? It, you can't, it's just, I don't know how Brighton are going to look going forward. It's it's going to be very strange. What, what do you, what do you, I mean, they were quite solid team last year. What do you make of their current um, performances this season? Um, a bit underwhelming, to be honest. Um, mm. I, I don't necessarily think it's all Hope Powell's fault, though. Um, mm. I think I think they struggled to get some of their transfers over the line. I think that's obviously impacted uh, the squad. And yeah, I, I think Hope Powell's struggled, but I don't think it's for lack of trying. Um, I just think for whatever reason, it's it's just not come together um, in mm. terms of results and. Yeah, I think to lose 8-0 is massively disappointing. And I think there has to be a point where you kind of say, well, what do we need to do going forward? I don't necessarily think she's been happy at Brighton, to be honest. I think she's kind of just stuck it out, to be fair. So, yeah, it's an interesting one. So it'd be interesting to see what kind of moves Brighton do make um, and I think their winter window might be quite interesting. Yeah, I think the biggest point to, to reflect on in terms of where they are right now is um, Maya Letizier. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, it's a massive, massive loss, isn't it, really? Yeah, you know? it's huge. It's 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 funny how she, mo- she moves to one club and she gets an international call-up. You know, you, you, you can imagine that her performances for Manchester United haven't been that much different different in terms of what she it, she was when she was a, a Brighton player. I doubt very mm-hmm. much that since Letizia has been with the Manchester United outfit that her skills, her ball control, her vision, her passing have improved that much that the, mm. the, the England manager didn't see that before. So, you know, for me, I can see that sometimes you can see with fans, they'll say there's a big club bias when it comes to players being capped. And if you are a, a Brighton player and you're that close to the international squad and you don't get picked, then you think, I need to move. Would she have moved if she'd have been picked in the summer as a Brighton player? Would she have left Brighton? That's the question that I can think to myself. Well, you know, yeah. if you know you're playing well for your club and you get picked by the manager, the international manager, do you really need to move? Or is the, is the WSL geared to we're only picking you if you play for certain clubs? I think we, we, we've been in this situation all too many times. I mean, I, I think one uh, other player that kind of sticks out for me is Aoife Mannion. You know, um, while she was at Birmingham, there was... Mm. Um, you know, uproar about her, um, you know, not receiving a call up for the player that she was at the time. And, you know, it wasn't until that move came and she went to City and then lo and behold, she gets the call up. You know, we we do see this happen. And and again, I mean, I I kind of heard that um, Ashley Neville had been... Don't get me started. I know, but I, I, I genuinely, I heard on the grapevine that actually I thought she was getting a call up um, for the and, and being selected as part of the squad today, announcement today, and and obviously that's not come. And I look at Ashley Evan, I'm just saying, how, 
you know, how, what, what has this girl got to do to, to get a call up? Because she certainly yeah. deserves it. It's warranted. Um, and again, it's not happened. Um, and I, I believe, unless she doesn't want it, but, you know, we've been there before with the likes of like Leah Golton where, you know, mm. you know, for whatever not reason. Interested. Yeah, just which is fair enough. But obviously, it's, you know, that's discussion hasn't been sort of put out into the realm of the media. And therefore, you you know, you want to, you've got fans asking a question. And again, you know, she's, in terms of her dedication you know she's very committed to Tottenham so I can't see you know that a move to perhaps like the likes of Chelsea Arsenal or whoever and then getting that call up I just think she you know she's committed to that that team to that club and she deserves it give it her uh you know I remember seeing her play against Manchester United when Manchester United were in the championship and I thought I like this player really do combative going forward fearless good on the ball and you know committed herself to Tottenham from the championship to them in the WSL to be a fully fully professional I think to myself good for you she's probably been on that journey with Tottenham yeah probably proper gone on that journey with Tottenham and you know I think Players like that are a, a, a very rare breed. Um, yeah. She'll never know. leave them. I, I doubt I she will ever leave Spurs. I can't see it happening. But uh, no, what a, no, a top no. quality player. But, and, I, and I hope one day she gets her opportunity. I really do. I, I'm, I'm, to be honest, I hope if she does and she turns around and she says, no, thank you. Because she should have been in it now. Yeah. No, she should have been it. She should have been it. She should have been in it now. If you're going on performance, if you're going on on what you could do, not because you just moved to a club in terms of performance, should have been in it now. That's yeah. that's the reality. And I don't even give two hoots about the lionesses. You know me. Didn't yeah, even watch I, the, the Euros properly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, I just I, it baffles me. It absolutely baffles me. Yeah. What what I will want to say about. Um, in terms of going back to Brighton just for a moment, you know, that the losing 8-0 is a heavy, heavy thing. You know, and Brighton, uh, literally on the last day of Black History Month, they part way with Hope Powell. And for me, she was, you know, one of the greats in the game. Yeah, trailblazer. For me, but from an outsider who used to look at women's football but not really understand it, for me to see as a black man to see a black woman managing an England team was like, wow, yeah. she's the manager. You know, when people talk about role models and being seen, see it to be it and believe it, she was there. She yeah. was there. And I don't honestly believe that this current, there's a current narrative where she doesn't really get the respect or the praise that she deserves she doesn't i don't think so you know maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong and maybe we'll say oh you know but she wasn't very nice with the players there are a lot of players who aren't nice you know yeah i think obviously it's going to be interesting to see kind of how it kind of prevails and if anything does come out uh, but I kind of feel that 
she's a good manager. At the end of the day, mm. she's a good manager. She could be snapped up by probably any club, and you know she she will do a good job. You know she's been at Brighton for many a season now, and um, you know they stuck with her. Um, and obviously, it's it, when you've got somebody like that that's committed to the to the job and that mm. wants to to see that progression. Um, and achieve as well you know she 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 has she is ambitious it's unfortunate that she hasn't necessarily been able to deliver in that respect but she's such a credible manager and well well respected um you know by many so i can't see that she'll be out of a job for long if that makes sense you know i know what you're saying and i i do agree with you to a, a to a degree but i think it doesn't matter who you are whether you're a player or a manager there comes a point in your career that what you did normally doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. You just you just run out of time, or you yeah. run out of energy. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a player or a manager. What the, the thing that you did and that took you to the, the 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 heights of success, you plateau and then you start to come down because they don't work anymore, or the players that you're you, you're working with don't buy into what you want them to do. Because they think, oh, this is old. Not do you know? And you you could have someone listening to you thinking, I've heard this a million times. It doesn't work for us, or it doesn't work for me. So mm-hmm. I I do understand what you mean, but you know, sometimes you look at a, a situation, you think, I don't know if there's going to be any return from this. Yeah, the thing is as well, the game has changed a lot, um, and has. Hope Powell changed in terms of her principles and her vision uh, and application and what she wants from her team. And I don't necessarily feel that it changes too often, you know, from that of, you know, what she's always kind of done. You know, it it becomes kind of stagnant, doesn't it? You know, Mm. when you know, you're not able to kind of make those sort of transitions when you need to. Um, but I do think there's a lot more to it than just, you know, a bad resort at the weekend and and that's enough for me. Yeah. Well, you know, they part ways, you know, she decided to step away, immediate effect. It's uh it's definitely a footnote in terms of what in terms of a career that you look at and you think last result for your team to lose eight nil at home. I mean, eight nil away, yes, but at home, it does yeah. it does tell you a lot, especially in front of your own fans. It's very, very, very difficult for you to kind of get your head around that, or players to get their heads around that. I mean, Emma, look, I mean, we we need to really hear from you about Manchester City because I I can talk about the other the other teams, Chelsea win. We've mentioned them winning, and you know, it's just you know, Manchester United at the top of the league. People, I know that people aren't happy with the manager, even though he's they're on top of the league. They don't want him. I can't, like I can't, him. Blah, 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 blah. I can't cannot get my head around why United but, fans I, I, just got right. But I tell you, I tell you why, Emma. We've heard it before, and I used to joke about it. Remember at the beginning of the year, who I think we did it towards the end of last season. Actually, we joked about who was. It, you know, the what-ifs, who would be Manchester United's manager? And we mentioned Carla Ward. You know, that's that. That's what they want. That's what they want. Yeah, that's what they want. 
But in an ideal, in the in the perfect world, who always gets what they want? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, hey. he's managing your club. Get behind your manager. He's you're getting the results. You're top of the league. You know. <laughs> I mean, to be to, to be honest, like I don't know, like it. it I I just think there's there's a lot of positives there. He's a good. We've said this before. He's a good manager. Uh, he knows what he's doing. Um, and until he doesn't, honest, he needs to get off his back a little bit and respect what he's doing <laughs> and the results that he's getting. And that's it. Oh, I can imagine there's a lot of people praying for a defeat somewhere along the line. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Emma, talk to us. What's going on with Manchester City? Two wins on the bounce. Whoa. Yeah, who'd have thought that had ever happened, eh? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just really pleased that I think, you know, we've we've come the other end of it now. You know, we've it's been a turbulent start and we're kind of getting a little bit of momentum. I think, you know, we've we've put the headache of Champions League and those, you know, first couple of results uh, behind us now and we're starting to see the players uh, really starting to gel out on the pitch and there's been some good partnerships and yeah it's it's just been enjoyable to watch I, I really thought the Liverpool game was brilliant I enjoyed it thoroughly um, I enjoyed it probably more because Liverpool were it, were in it and it was an entertaining game um, mm. rather than you know your four nils and, and all that kind of stuff it was a proper battle and a proper well fought win um, mm. against a very good Liverpool side so yeah, I was really pleased at the weekend, to be honest. It was a good result. And, um, yeah, there, there are a lot of positives for me um, watching the City side at the minute. And you can see, um, hopefully, where we're heading. Um, if we can continue the way we are. Obviously, obviously, you know, you've got to be realistic in all of this because, you know, at the end of the day, we haven't come up against, you know, Obviously, we've played Chelsea, but we've obviously yet to play the likes of, you know, like Arsenal and United and, you know, they're big tests for us um, at this point. And uh, but I'm I'm happy that we're, we're building that momentum. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, no Steph Houghton for you guys. No, um, I think. I know, you, I know you like her. Come on. You must be. T- no, I'll, must I'll be, be I'll, I'll, Look, listen, I'll be real with you. I think obviously. You know, she's coming off of the back of, let's be honest, some heartache um, heading into this this season. I think, you know, the the club are looking after her. Um, it's not been easy. Um, it looks as though the captaincy is more now being sort of shared. I don't necessarily think they're making a big song and dance about it, but I think that's clear to see. Um, you know, she played 90 minutes the other day in the Conti Cup and she looked happy. That was the first time in a while I'd seen her quite happy. She looked mm. good on the ball and she looked uh, composed and, and confident like as the Steph of old. So um, quite happy to see her get the minutes where she can. Um, and I think she'll just be happy that, you know, she is getting those opportunities. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy. Alex has been brilliant, uh, you know, yeah. stepping in and stepping up as captain. Obviously, they're sort of rotating that position between them. Um, you know, we've had Alexandre uh, come in as a centre-back as well. Um, mm-hmm. So, you can look at it either way. As a, I don't want to say replacement, uh, but I, I think why, it's a good not? way. Of, why not? Why not? Because yeah. I, I like to think that Steph's still got a part to play. She's a, she's a big 
she's a big character you know she's a strong leader and there's a lot of uh, youth within the side at the minute um so I think you know having a player like Steph even if she's not on the pitch you know just in the dressing room I think you know she's still got a, a part to play I think Alexandria's been great I think she's stepped in um you know coming to the squad and settled in really well um yeah and I've been really pleased and, and like I said I'm quite happy to to see Steph being managed in that way um I think it's it's probably what she'll probably know that that's what she needs um yeah. and and just that little bit of an arm around her I think and they seem a, a really supporting her uh, that's really really good um, I mean to be honest I think every time there's an international break she's going to have a little bit of a moment if she's not selected. Has she been selected for this one? I don't believe so, no. I I, I, I think we all know that she's going to find it hard to find her way back into that squad. So, um, so, so technically I, the curtain has been closed on that, hasn't it? But not from her. Yeah, I, 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 I just think for Steph, I think it's more, it's not happened in the way that she would have liked. You know, I think it's, it's, she's not made that decision. You know, she's obviously as a, as a captain for you, for your country, you know, she's given a lot. Um, and it is just unfortunate the way it's sort of played out, I suppose. And that's, and I guess that's why she doesn't want to just say, you know, I'm done with it kind of thing. You know, we've probably got to the end of the season with Steph and yeah. that's probably the reality of where we're at at the moment. Um, we're just going to have to see what happens, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's sad. But the reality is, I don't think football players actually get to determine how it turns out for them. You know, when it starts no, to go. I, I absolutely agree with that. You know, you're right. Uh, you're right. I just think she probably envisioned, you know, playing in that um, huge tournament this last summer, playing at home. Uh, it probably would have been a dream. Um, and for those players, they've had their dreams fulfilled. And Steph's just had to kind of sit back and watch it happen. And I think that is going to hurt. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will. Is she in contact with Jill Scott? Do you think? <laughs> I tell you what, Jill Scott going into the jungle, that is just going to, it's fair play to her. I mean, she's taken every opportunity that comes up and she's just saying, she can't say no. She's, she's all over the place at the moment. Um, you better, better learn to say no if she's a... <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it's, it's just brilliant I mean this is it I mean these players every single player that's obviously played their part in obviously that win in the uh, across the summer you know they're now celebrities aren't they and um you know it's putting them on a whole new platform and um Jill Scott is we all know that Jill Scott's one of the most genuine uh humble real people in this in this world so i can't i can't wait to see her and and for people to to fall in love with her like we have i'm gonna say this to you why isn't chloe kelly a dame <laughs> we've not got to the new year yet so you 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 score a goal right you <laughs> score an iconic goal for your country you have to be made. You have to be given a royal title. That's the deal. Yeah. Well, That's wait the deal. into the new year honors and uh, no, yeah. I, this, like I told you, I don't really care about the lionesses. I don't. 
but I know the 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 significance of when you score a goal for your country, not even in just the, the final, the winning goal, what that means. I've got to say, on uh, when when was it? At Liverpool. I was sat um, near Serena, and I, I don't usually like don't usually get like starstruck. Not bothered about talking to players, obviously. But I actually felt compelled to just go up to her and say, thank you so much. And I, and I never, it. ever, ever do that. And we had a nice chat, to be fair. And she's just so nice, like just so lovely, just so humble and just wonderful in every way, shape or form. She is just fantastic. And it was just so nice just to get a couple of minutes just to chat with her and... um you know, wished her obviously all the best for, for the World Cup next year. But, yeah, it, do you know what? What a lovely, genuinely nice person. And I just I just felt absolutely compelled to just... She was she was, she went to the loo. I was coming out the loo and she was just there. And I just went... I just went up to her, just started chatting. And, yeah, she's just wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. But, yeah, I was just like, I have to say thank you because what we experienced over the summer, what we felt being in the stadium when that happened was so special that it's just never going to, uh, nothing's ever going to come close to that feeling ever again. Um, oh, and, I, and I can't stop reliving it. It's just, it's just perfection. Um, and even now, you know, I switched the radio on or you've got five live on or whatever, and people still talk about it. And it, it's so they just deserve it so much. Like even I, like I don't know about you, but have you really like? I've so noticed how much the women's game has impacted. You know, just the normality of of talking about women's football now is just becoming so much more inclusive, and it's it's just so much. It's just so good to hear people talking about those players and is hearing people speak their names and. You know, you've loved this game for so long. You followed the women's game for so long, and and now they're just getting their just reward for for all their efforts and all the hard work that they've done. And I'm just so pleased because they just deserve it. Yeah, no, I, I've noticed it. I've noticed it. I've seen and um, I've heard on on Talk Sport certain games of they're getting their A-lister commentators giving you know reading out team sheets and what's going to happen. And you think, okay, they've sent someone down there who's a kind of not a heavyweight in terms of uh, sports journalism to cover the game, which is good. I hope that it doesn't squeeze out individuals like yourself and then the others that have been doing the hard yards. <laughs> doing the hard yards. No. In, in, in kind of, to be honest, as much as, it's, as, much as, as the success on the pitch, you know, if the fans don't talk about football, you know, yeah. the, the fans are, The fans will always have such an important part to play, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. even now, like just going online and, and even like going to games, I mean, it, it's a totally different vibe to what it was last season. And, you know, um, maybe in the it, WSL, but in the championship, things are very <laughs> much the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I definitely feel it. I definitely feel it. And um, I think, I, I just hope that, you know, if there if there are new fans that they remain committed to it and do come back, you know, it's not yeah. just like a one off. Um, 
because like I said, I mean, if I was going to to City, I, I hate to just single out a City game, but that was obviously the one I was at. But, you know, I was genuinely entertained. And I think that's the difference. You know, obviously midweek Blackburn, it was a bit different. But the the Liverpool game was just really entertaining. I, di- I didn't even know that we could go on and win it because Liverpool were just playing that well that they stifled us and, and made it difficult. So to get the winner, you know, through Rasso, we came on off the bench after, you know, a fantastic performance midweek against Blackburn was just fantastic. And, you know, it, it just makes it so much more enjoyable when you, you, you're being tested and you're watching these games and you're grinding out results. It just makes it that little bit more satisfying, in my opinion. But there you go. That's just me. <laughs> no, no, it, it, it does. And I, I totally, totally get it. I do. Totally get it. We're going to call it there, Emma. We're going to call it there so that you can get your tea. I can get my tea or biscuit, whatever it is. And um, <laughs> <laughs> we will no doubt see you again soon. And everyone else will see us again soon. Um, you know, if we're not busy because we do have day jobs. Uh, what are you going to do for the rest of the week? And what have you got planned at the weekend? Um, so I think, I don't, I don't actually know. I've got, um, I was going to go to Chelsea United game, to be honest, because uh, we're playing away, we're playing ready, and I, I can't travel all the way down to, to the Majeski for that, which is really unfortunate. But um, that and a, and a bonfire display with the family, I think. Um, but yeah, looking forward to a chilled weekend. Right, okay. You? I, uh, I've got... Uh... Just studying to do, unfortunately. And I might try and, well, I'm going to try and get to one of the games, uh, whether at London City Lioness are at home to Birmingham and Crystal Palace are at home to Sheffield United. Bosh. So either one of those, I will kind of show my face at and see what's what um, and go from there. But other than that, uh, I'm just going to try and enjoy the football. And yeah, just, just, I mean, I do love watching football. And again, I don't care. Um, about any particular team, really, but I do care about football teams. And um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and as I said at the beginning and uh, again at the end, um, I must give a massive shout out to Blackburn Rovers. I've got to give a huge—I mean, they were absolutely immense. Salgado, Seed, Richards, Cohen, uh, Nokanthula, Fenton, Worthington, Murphy, Chandarana, Crompton, Jordan. Boom! Nil, nil. Lock it up. Lock it up, <laughs> lock it up, lock it up. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean? and, and, some t shirts made with that on in the book. Lock shop. it up, step it up. Yeah, I mean, that's theirs. Lock it up, step it up. Um, yeah, so I'm and, and again, I mean, I, I saw a nil nil, I enjoyed it as, as a neutral, as a nil nil. You could see just from a team's performance what they needed to do to get the point, and and the beauty of football is that you, you have to take whatever you get. It isn't all about what you expect. You just take what you get and you just think that was a good game and it was a good nil-nil. End of. Yeah. That's how I'm going to so – that's how I'm evaluating this season. I'm kind yeah. of like – my expectation, I haven't really got one. Um, I know what I'd like, but I'm not going to put any expectation on it. <laughs> exactly. 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 Okay. Best way. All right. Thanks a lot, Emma. No worries. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. Uh, this was on and off the pitch. That was Emma. I'm Rodney. And until next time, 
Later.